Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Hey, is this Jay? Yeah, this is Jay. What's going on with you? What's uh, what are you up to? So yeah, um, there were some things that I've done as a child, like to get over and forgive myself for okay. for a long time, but it's been hard. Okay. Um, so you did some things as a child, and you're trying to forgive yourself for them. Um, listen, throughout this call, you don't have to tell me what those things are. But uh, how old were you when you did them? I'd say younger than 12. Around 12 was when it stopped. Okay. So you did some things as a child when you were around 12 and you're having trouble forgiving yourself. Um, Why do you believe you're having trouble forgiving yourself? It's some fucked up shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is um is this something you've ever talked to a real therapist about? No, I've never told anybody. You never told anybody about this stuff. No, I don't know. It's way too like heavy. Okay, and this was when you were when you were twelve years old. Yeah, wrong then. Okay. Um, and how old are you now? I'm 25. You're 25. Um, what do you do now with your life? Other than working at a dog daycare, not much, man. Just trying to get my life together. Okay. Um, I mean, listen, man, you know... The, the the nature of, of what you did, do you feel as though there's anything that you can do in your adult life to kind of offset um, what you have done in the past or kind of help yourself contribute to a solution to to any problems you feel you might have caused. Hmm. That's the Well yeah, um I I'd love to end up helping people who like struggled with the same things I have. Yeah. And like yeah. be a guidance to people who've dealt with some of the things I have and help some of the people that I guess need it because 
I don't know, man. I'm doing this all by myself, so I just, I know how hard it is. So I just love to be there and help others. Mm-hmm. When you say you're doing this all by yourself. Sorry, that was um, no, 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 it's okay, man. Um, I mean, when you say you're doing this all by yourself, uh, what do you think would help you? I mean, do, do you do you have friends or family or significant other or any, um, you know, professional resources that, that you no, have tapped into and any of never, any of that? Definitely never seen a therapist or anything like that. So other than that, not really stuff I want to be talking to family about because I feel like there's no real understanding that. Okay. Okay. Um, do you do you have the means to go see a therapist? Can you explain what means mean? Sorry. Like, uh, you know, I mean, look, it, it can be it can be kind of a difficult thing. I know that there's um, um, kind of various ways for people who who feel like they cannot afford it or find it to get. Well, I have talk insurance, about this and I just, I just never tried, honestly. Okay, because I look again. I, I don't know what you did, but it sounds as though you're beaten yeah, up about bad. the fact that you're. Well, it sounds as though you're beaten up about the fact that you haven't even talked about it with anyone or been able to process it, and and you've been carrying it for 13 years, you know. And I and I feel like it would be helpful for you to. You know, talk about it. Yeah, just talking to you now is like helping me to realize like how deep it is. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for picking up, man. For sure, Jay. Um, I mean, the this idea of you kind of accepting. Whatever it is. I mean, listen, I, I don't know what you did when you were 12. And I'm imagining, t- to me, even the most horrible thing. I, I, I mean, if you were 12 years old, I don't know what your upbringing was. I don't know what your environment was like. But I, I, I can't imagine whatever it is that, 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 that you did when you were 12 to 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 be affecting you to 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 be justifiably defining your life for the rest of your days um yeah and i don't i don't think it should and i don't even i don't even know what it is um, i agree with that i don't think it should I, define i can share if you'd like but if you'd rather me not share that's fine I, I don't think I don't think you should talk about it yeah. on here. I think if this is something that you haven't talked to okay. with anyone about, I think you should go and find a find a real therapist to talk to about it. Um, For sure. But I don't think it should be something I that defines that. your life because I mean, look, I'm talking to you right now. You're 25. You, as it stands currently, in the present. Uh, have a desire to do good 
have a desire to help people, just like you said, just like you said, you have a desire to help people who are struggling with things that you say you've struggled with throughout your life. And so I think to negate and throw away you as a person just because of something you did when you were 12, whatever it was, would would be a waste of this positive energy that you have, that you desire to throw out there. Um, I'll say that much. Um, and, and I think, I I think you that. should go, I think you should go try to find a, a, a person to talk through this with. Yeah. The only thing that's like held me from like seeking help is just the fact that knowing that I probably have to go through several therapists to find one that I really like. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've had a lot of people say that. That um, you know, they had to they had to kind of cycle through a whole bunch of people to find someone that they um, you know, trust and feel connected with. As well as the other thing being that I don't want to like go see help and they throw me on meds, so I just rather deal with the stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling right now, Jay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Just thinking about that a little bit, brought some emotions mm-hmm. up, but I'm getting over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll I'll say it again. I think my main thesis here is that you have, like I said, a a positive intention with your life right now, and I don't think you should throw that away because of you know, whatever you did, whatever your life was like when you were 12. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to go seek some help. Okay, good, man. Is, um, is there anything else that you want to say to to people of the computer or that you wanted to say to me or that you feel like we didn't cover? I'm sure there's a ton, but right now I'm blanking. But to the viewers, if anybody's out there shocking with something... I just want you to know that everything will pass. You just got to ride the wave and keep fighting. Hey, thank you for calling, Jay. Nice talking to you. Enjoy the rest of your night, man. I like Jay. He's a good guy. I didn't want him. I don't know what he did. I, I, I'm not even going to try to guess or imagine. Um... I mean, look, if the guy was 12 and if the guy, um, you know, felt as though he was struggling with things in his life or had a childhood that was not great, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I am confident that who he is now in the present is someone who wants to do good. And I I hope he does that. Because that's only really a net positive for society if he does. And I hope he finds some kind of a, a, a help and way to talk through that stuff. Hello? Hello? Hi. Who is this? 
You talking to Tony? I'm talking to Tony. What's going on, Tony? Not much. Tony Macaroni is the full name. Tony Macaroni. Um, yep. So, Tony Macaroni, what's go? What's going on with you? TM. <laughs> Just eating, eating, man. You're eating. What are you eating? Cheeseburgers. You're eating cheese, but how many cheeseburgers are you eating? I got a few. You have a few? How many is a few? I feel like when people say a few, they mean at least three. I mean, I got I got at least six. Six is not a few. Six is, I would, I, I don't know if I would consider that several. I, I, I wouldn't consider it a handful because they're a little bit big for the hand, but I think six I just, is I several. I would say I... I would say six is right on the line of being several. I feel like seven would be several because they both have the se. But six yep. is close to several cheeseburgers. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, man. Look, I just went I just, I just went down to the cheeseburger store and I ordered some cheeseburgers. They handed me a bag and now I'm eating cheeseburgers. The, what do you mean the cheeseburger store? Is it called that? Yeah, if you go down, you get a cheeseburger. Do they have anything else? Do they have chicken sandwiches or fries or strictly cheeseburgers? Cheeseburgers, dude. Okay. Um, how often do you do you visit the cheeseburger store? A few times, once or twice. Once or twice a day, a week, a month. I don't know, man. Probably a, a day. Once a day. Okay. What? Uh, so, Tony, um, when you're not eating cheeseburgers, Tony macaroni. Tony. So, Tony macaroni. When you're not eating cheeseburgers, what do you do with your life? I'm usually just sitting there, staring at the wall. You sit and you stare at the wall. When you sit and you stare at the wall, what do you think about? Think about cheeseburgers, man. You think about cheeseburgers. So you're telling me, Tony Macaroni, <laughs> that you are either eating cheeseburgers or thinking about them. <laughs> yes. Constantly. Okay. Uh, do you work? Do you go to school? How do you make money to buy these cheeseburgers? I don't know. I, I got to go, though. I think my I got No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have to. No, 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 no. You don't have. Tony, you don't have to go. Dude, I get Tony, oh, Tony, 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 you are Tony. You do not have to go. <laughs> we're gonna we're we're gonna keep. I'm not letting you. Don't be a coward, Tony. Sit in this with me. You have created this, and you need to answer for this. Okay, you cannot just bail. You cannot bail yourself out of this. You cannot bail yourself out of this by saying you have to go. Just Tony, for once in your life, don't abandon a thing that you've created. Sit in it. See where it goes. It could. This could turn into something productive, Tony. If you just just don't abandon it, okay? All right. Will you agree to that? I gotta go, man. I got you. No, you, crazy. Tony. You don't have to go, Tony. You do not have to go. Just you created this situation, and I am telling you, he hung up. It could have gone somewhere, folks. Listen, if you. He bailed out. He got scared and he bailed out. Why would you do that, Tony? Because you ran out of stuff. You here's what here's exactly what happened. 
Tony called in, I don't whatever his name was. He called in with a fake thing and he was really nervous and I started asking him questions about his fake thing and he kind of and he did have answers, but he knew that he could only answer my questions with his fake answers for so long before he would have to like be pressed to think of more things and that scared him and so he bailed and it's so it's sad to me because it he it was such a play of low confidence when he could have just sat in it and maybe if he stayed for a little bit longer then when he wanted to bail, we could have gotten something interesting. He could have learned about himself. Maybe he would tell me what his actual name was. Maybe we could have gotten him to speak about whatever's going on in his life. I don't I don't know what would have happened. I never will. He never will. Because he got scared and he bailed. If you're listening to this, don't get scared and bail. Just sit in it. It's all he. You feel a little bit nervous for a second. It's fine if you don't know what you're gonna say next, Tony. But just commit, because you don't know what'll happen. I hope he calls back one day. I really do. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gecko. Hello? Hello? How are you? Is this Gek? Yeah, who is this? I'm Drib. Drib? What's going on, Drib? Um, nothing. I'm just watching your stream. Um, somebody, are you... Where are you right now? I hear, I hear knocking and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that was my brother knocking my door. I'm sorry. No, I. What is it? Should you open it? Does he? How do you? Maybe he's in pain. No, he came in here to get the bong. He came in here to get the bong. Yeah. Are you Are you high right now? No, I'm not. Okay. I was I mean, going you... to, and then I was like, no. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's a good decision. I, I don't get high while I'm doing this because if I were high while I'm doing this, I'd be, I would be double thinking about everything that I say. And I feel like to talk yeah. on a thing, you have to be able to just say stuff to, without even, without even thinking about it. 
you know, or you can only you yeah. don't want to be too anxious. Um, all right, Drib. Let's say, is there anything in particular that you called in to to talk about? Um, well, I was gonna tell a story about um, my dad and stepmom that happened. Okay. They uh, kind of kicked me out. They kicked you out. What did they kick you out for? Um, so it was like a really like minor thing, but it just got escalated into a huge thing. Um, I was never like best friends with my stepmom. And so I one day like got into a little argument with her and it um, escalated pretty quickly because we were both kind of childish. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like in my face and I didn't like that. So I took like my fingers and like pushed her back a little. Like pushed isn't even like a right okay. word because. Okay. I it mean, wasn't I even... mean, Drib, what, what was it that you guys were fighting about initially? What was the minor thing? Um, my, my, uh, dad earlier that morning was going to let my brother stay home from school because I asked him to, cause my brother wasn't feeling well. And, um, yeah, he, my dad basically lied and was like, oh, I never said that. And so that's, my stepmom went um... to go wake him up. That's kind of that's kind of that's that's nice of you to um, I guess uh, act on behalf of your brother. It sounds like you know between that and the bong, you guys have a good relationship. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so your stepmom goes to wake up the brother. You're like, oh, he was supposed to stay home from school. Blah blah blah. It's kind of a minor thing. You kind of push your stepmom. Things get mildly physical. What, uh, how does this, how does this tumble? Um, well, I guess later on that day, without my knowledge, she contacted the police. Oh, really? And, um, yeah. And, um, they, like, put a warrant out for me. But even before, like, so it was a uh, private warrant, so it wasn't really public at the time. And um, before they even sought out the warrant, my dad, without even talking to me about what happened, he basically was like, going to send me to a homeless shelter. Um, and um, Can I ask uh, what the deal is with your mother? She, they're divorced, and um, my mom had a boyfriend at the time that none of my siblings were really fond of, so we barely went over to her house at all. Okay. So, um, did your father and stepmom eventually end up kicking you out? Well, they brought up the homeless shelter thing to me, and before they could take me there I ran away yeah and my sister picked me up and then I was 
arrested at her house. Like a you couple got days arrested later. at your sister's house for yes. for shoving your your stepmom. Yes. Wow. Okay. So they um, did they take you down to the station? Yeah, I stayed in a holding block for 12 hours because it was considered a domestic violence case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my mom bailed me out and got me that night. Wow. So uh, when was this? This was a year ago, but I've like as of this year, a couple months ago, it's just gotten resolved in court. Really? So, so your mom picks you up, and then how how soon after that do you see your stepmom and father again? So, they also got a temporary order of protection, so I wasn't allowed to see them or contact them or even, like, relay a message through somebody. Really? Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, I I don't want to speak to them at all, so I'm not really upset about that. So have you? Okay, so are you? Are you so you haven't spoken to them since this happened? No, I haven't. Wow. And um, your father was on board. It sounded as though your stepmom was kind of the pilot for all of this. And, and was your father yeah. on board for all of her decisions? Yeah. I, I honestly think my dad kind of planted the seed in her head to get yeah. me arrested. Um, but... Uh, now, your brother was living with your stepfather and mother, too, right? Yes. And uh, have you gotten any information about them or from them or anything like that via him? No, he doesn't. He doesn't want to um, speak to them either, because um, he he was obviously on my side, and that made them mad. So they kicked him out too, and he. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. They took, like, all of his stuff, like, his clothes, his computer. They took all of his posters off his wall. They just took it? He hasn't gotten it back yet? No. There were some things that they left outside, like, on a curb for him. But the majority of it, they just sold, I guess. Where are you living now? Are you with your parents or are you on your own? I mean, with your mom or on your own? I'm with my mom and my brother right now. Okay. Um, is she still dating that guy that was kind of keeping you away from there? No, he's long gone. I would convince her to like... He was, he was like, okay, being not being fond of him is like lightly. <laughs> he was kind of like... Um, he. Uh, this sounds like... Okay, whatever. He was like running... <laughs> from a warrant for like 11 years of like an attempted murder charge. Ah, that, you know uh, what? That's a red flag. I would say <laughs> in, in, in sure. my, in my uh, hot dating advice, 
I would say running from a warrant for 11 years is a red flag. For sure. Okay, so how is how is living with your mom? It's pretty it's it's way better. Um my dad was kind of like a dictator. They were kind of like evangelist type people, super Christian, and my mom's really chill. Yeah, I was kind of curious because you started your story at you getting disowned, and I'm curious what uh, your relationship was like with him just throughout uh, your life while you were growing up. If if this was kind of like, you know, if it was just years and years and years and years leading up to this, or was he cool and then stepmom came in and, and you know, brainwashed him or whatever it is? Like, how, how do you feel as though the situation escalated to that point? He has been really I I wouldn't um, say that he would get brainwashed. He's more of the person to do that to somebody else. And he's kind of uh, not emotionally involved in anything. So um, we were close when I was a kid. But when I started growing up, like when I reached 12, I just realized that he didn't really care so it was kind of like an awkward tension of me not like being comfortable around him because I knew that he just like it's like he's not there because he just doesn't care like he acts like he cares but you can tell that he doesn't interesting um and I I feel like I called him out a couple times on that and like made him look at himself and that's why he started to hate me because I was like I don't know one of the only people who would call him out on his shit does any part of you that you are consciously intact with desire in any way to make up with him or are you fully glad to be done with him? I'm kind of glad because he didn't really bring anything into my life that was good. Mm -hmm. Um, And also... Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. It's okay. But yeah, I'm not... I don't want to... I just, like, I can't even think about ever making up with him because I felt like he just betrayed me in, like, such a horrible way. And he even, like, they got me a... This was a month after my 19th 19th birthday. And they got me a cat for my birthday because I was always asking for a cat. And I loved this cat. And they purposely, like, kept her and took her from me. Just, like, literally out of spite. Like, they didn't even want the cat. I don't know. Your your dad and your your stepmom kept the cat when they kicked you out? Yes. Hmm. Um, Before we go, 
you know, there's a um, just kind of kind of back to you and your brother. You know, just mm-hmm. the the little things, the bong. You um, you know, kind of standing up for him to your dad. Has your relationship with him always been very tight? Um, yeah, I'd say, I'd say that we obviously got into fights like every pair of siblings do, but we're a couple years apart from each other. So we've kind of always been, um, pretty close with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, look into the future for a sec. Drib. What, uh... What's next for you in life? What, uh, where do, where do we think we're going? You know, um, I have no idea. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of in like a rut right now. Cause that gave me so many like trust issues. So it's, it's hard for me to like step outside of myself and I don't know. Are you in school or working at all? No, not currently. Do you, do you desire to be? Yes, I do. But I've, I like my anxiety holds me back so much, but I'm, I'm going to get over that and I'm, I'm going to get help for that soon so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah are you speaking to any um actual licensed mental health people i did um for three years but um and i did while all that shit was happening a little but kind of after all of it died down i just like kind of needed a a break i don't know and so i haven't been back yet but I know I should soon um well Drib uh thanks for sharing all this stuff I I um I hope it felt productive for you to to talk about it I'm glad to hear that you are doing better and that you're still maintaining good relationships with your mom and your brother is uh is there anything else or any kind of aspect of this that you feel like we didn't get to talk about or or anything that you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? No, this has been a great call. Thank you for listening. Also, um, thank you for liking Almond Joys because everybody hates on them, but they're yeah. actually like the best candy. Yeah, I like, I'm vocal about it because I'm afraid if I'm not, they'll stop making them because I, I think I'm like the only one. Well, I guess me and you. They deserve hype. Thanks for calling, Drib. Thank you. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Um, it's kind of good perspective to hear about other people's relationships with their parents. Because maybe I, I feel like... You know, I'm lucky. I have a good I have a good relationship with my own family and I think you you tend to get tunnel visioned into 
maybe maybe subconsciously feeling as though other people's experiences are are very similar to your own and it kind of wakes you up a little bit to hear um you know a story like dribs um where her dad and her did did, did not get along and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that they haven't talked in a long time but i'm also um on that same coin glad that she's out of that stress she was dealing with with him and, and again good on her um for maintaining that relationship with her brother i'm sure her brother appreciates her very much um for letting him hit her bong and also all the other stuff okay Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hello? Is this Gek? Yeah, is this Pete? Yeah. Hey, Gek. What's up, man? Oh, I'm just chilling. Watching the stream. Uh, how can I get you today? Um, well, I kind of have this weird obsession with smelling my cat's breath. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, I don't know, it's kind of embarrassing. I don't really, I've only brought it up to one of my friends. Um, what, how long have this has this been going on for? So about the, like the beginning of 2016. Okay. Are you are you fucking with me or is this a real thing? No, I'm being dead serious. I'm, um, I know it sounds weird, so I kind of laugh, but I um, I'm serious, man. All right. You you're obsessed with smelling your cat's breath. Um, what do you? Okay. There's a lot of different angles here. Uh, what do you? What do you get out of it? What what's the on what level do you enjoy it? Well, it's kind of, I don't know, it just like kind of feels good, not like in a weird way, but just like it's like I don't know, like if I like open a bag of chips, I'll smell the chips, you know? And like or like smelling a book or something like a brand new book yeah, or something. Right. It's like if you open your cat's mouth, you gotta smell it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't open it like like. God, dude, this sounds weird. Like, so 
so it started i got there it's two cats i got them in the beginning of 2016 like february and i don't know when it started exactly but for some reason i noticed myself liking the smell of their food like the bag of their food when i would feed them in the morning and stuff and then i noticed myself kind of like like craving that smell like i would like the morning coffee smell like a pot of coffee you know and i don't know like exactly when but right around that time i just started like <laughs> smelling their breath <laughs> it just sounds ridiculous but like i would like i would kind of tell them they're like you like you're a good boy and then i'll give them a kiss or whatever and then i'll like kind of secretly to myself kind of smell their breath until i eventually evolved into just not caring and just doing it mm-hmm. um so their food looked appetizing to you no i i don't want to no i like when i was younger i ate some this as a joke um to my brother but it wasn't it doesn't it's not like appetizing like i want to eat it like just the smell of it like it's like like uh, like new leather in a car or something like just like a good smell you know and okay. it's like i found myself to the point to where it's like now current day i'm like like i try to like before i leave my house i'll rub their gums with my thumbs and then i like in the car will smell it and like get the smell of their breath you know and then i just it's almost like kind of anxiety sometimes because I'll be like I was in Target today and for some reason I really wanted to smell it and I knew there was probably some sort of residue on my thumb and I was like it just is weird because I'm like walking down this aisle trying to be like a normal person but I know in my head I'm just thinking about smelling my thumb and I then I like turn an aisle and then be like oh look here's a package of gum and then I smell my thumb really quick and then put my hand back to like the gum and Be like, all right, I'll get this one and throw it in the cart. This kind of reminds me of like the desire to sniff your own balls after you scratch them, but instead of your balls, mm. it's a cat's mouth. Yes, yeah, and I've never had the desire to smell my balls. Um, but I, I know what you're talking about. I've heard that before, and. The thing is like I don't it's like I feel weird about it and like it feels like kind of embarrassing or awkward to talk about but at the same time like I don't know if it's something I really should even like care to stop or if I just live my life that way you know? Right that's what I was going to ask you um you seem like you're harboring some shame about this and I'm curious as to <laughs> as to why you feel you feel that shame yeah it's like like one of those things that like i can't really tell people about it or like i just like feel like i can't because you know well like i said my one friend just really um gave me a lot of crap about it he still does but it's just like kind of a joke between us but it's like i know that it is a bit odd and it just feels like it's like i can't like you no know, even friends i've had for a long time i feel like i just 
it's just something I don't want to bring up, but it's like it feels embarrassing, you know, it like makes me laugh. But it's, it's well, the thing is, it's like, let me ask you this to you personally. Do you believe that this negatively impacts your life in any way, shape, or form? Um, no. The only thing I ever thought of is, like, I don't know if they would have something weird in their mouth that, like, because I'm, like, putting it directly to my nose that, like, I would somehow contract some weird disease or something. Um, but I don't, I don't feel... know about a disease, but... I mean, look, as far as you smelling your cat's breath, um, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Pete. Um, I just watched, uh, you see that TV show about Jeffrey Dahmer? A little bit, yeah. Well, that, well there's, he's, it's about this guy who killed and consumed... I think 17 people. Yeah. Okay. So just, I mean, think about that. If you're like thinking about your baseline of weirdness. In comparison, it's not too bad. In comparison, you smelling your cat's breath, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as, as, as murdering and eating people. So I feel like as long as you... Are not harming yourself or harming anyone else. I feel like you're fine. Okay, it's something I could continue doing, feel like decent about myself. And but it, do you think I should ever tell anyone else, or just kind of keep it low key? Do you feel like you would feel better if you told other people? That's a good question. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I don't. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Just feel. Yeah. That then I wouldn't tell anyone. All right. Well. Yeah. I mean, that's about it for the questions. I got some other weird stuff going on but that was I mean listen uh, only if Pete I'm telling you dead serious only if only only if you truly do believe cuz I mean your shame grows in the shadows you know so yeah your shame it's like the opposite like, of a plant. right now <laughs> yeah like um like like second nature as we've been talking I like touched my cat's mouth and smelled it and then I realized that I was just talking to you I was doing it yeah. and I thought well that's like I guess admitting that is I guess I don't feel any better or worse I guess that's just kind of like yeah this is a thing I do yeah I, I um I think I would accept it about yourself I mean again as long as you're not eating people as long as you're not <laughs> killing people eating them and violating their corpses I think you're doing okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing any of that. Sorry. Okay, good. I think I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, hang in there, Pete. Carry, don't don't carry too much shame about this. Thank you, Gek. I appreciate that. 
Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, no, just um, have a good night. And yeah, don't be ashamed of yourself. You as well. Take care, Pete. Thank you, guys. Bye. You know, what's interesting is I've had people call in about really intense, kind of heavy family melodrama and issues with social isolation and, uh, you know, all kinds of heavy stuff. And this guy who smells his cat's breath is one of the saddest callers I have talked to. Not sad as in, like, it is sad what they do. I think what they do is completely fine. But they themselves feel very sad about it. And I find that sad. How sad they feel. As long as they're not killing people and eating them. I think Pete is going to be okay. Hello? Hello? Cheyenne, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Uh, I am a gecko on the computer. That's right. That's right. Um, What's going on with you, Cheyenne? Is there anything in particular that you called in to talk about? Um, Well, not really. I was talking to the screener about how... Hating furries is going to be like the next homophobia. Well, that's what my friend says, and I just hate that she says that. Okay, um, I'm going to read what these notes say. It says here that you uh, have a dislike for furries, uh, Mm -hmm. but you worry because you have a friend who is a furry, and and, and you claim that your friend believes... That being anti-furry is akin to being homophobic. Have I have I gotten all of this correct? Pretty much. I don't know if she's a furry for real, but it's she hangs out with a bunch of them, and I'm just yeah. Just. Okay, let's 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 get into this here. Um, why do you dislike furries? I mean, I don't know. I just, there's just always been like this thing. Like, I don't know. It's just, they just, they're just furries. Can I, um, can I cut in here with something? Do you mind? Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Do, do you, first of all, do you, Cheyenne, right? Cheyenne, do you really hate furries? Mm-hmm. Kind of like I mean, I don't know. They just there's just something about them. Is that like is that like really rude? Is well, let me. T- I'll tell you this. Um, you know, it's a really. I mean, hatred, strong disdain that rattles you to your core, um, or or just strong. Cheyenne, your strong emotional reactions should be reserved um, to be intentionally used for things that really matter. Yeah. So, I mean, so like, I, I feel as... Go ahead. Tell me what you wanted to say. Well, like, I mean, 
I don't hate them, but like, like I wouldn't like run up to one and like punch them in the face. But like, I just like if they like were like near me and they like I would like move away and not, you know, like it's not hatred, mm-hmm. but it's not. I don't like them. Okay, and I mean, uh, okay. Do you expend energy in your hatred for furries? Mm. Describe expand. Like you think about them and it, it makes your heart race and your blood boil and you go out of your way to express your um, dislike. No. But, like, if they were talking about furries, I'd just be like, no. Okay. Your friend claims to be a furry, correct? Well, she's never, like, came out, but I've, I've gotten, I feel like she is. Okay. So, um, you're living your life. Uh, you're not, as it sounds, going out of your way to be mean to people who like the furry community. Um, you're simply doing your thing. They're simply doing their thing. Your parallel lines moving through the universe, not interacting with each other until your friend um, reveals to you that she is a furry and... Um, now there is is becomes an intersection and um is this some form of a i mean what what are your feelings about this i mean i don't think i would approve but i don't think i would like just ghost her but mm-hmm. i think i would probably distance myself away from her Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I just... I just... Birdies just give me the ick. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. think it's homophobic? Or, like, it's, like, the next homophobia? Um... Yeah. Here's... Here's... Here's what I think. Um... When you say that it gives you the ick, um, I, I, I would just, I don't know, for, for, for your own sake, Cheyenne, I, I would encourage you to do your best. And it's not going to be a thing that happens overnight. It's a thing that I'm working on that um, I think a lot of people are working on, uh, which is to try your best to have as positive of a perception of things as you can. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, this being one of them. And, you know, take a, take, a, take a step back from, like, the visceral reaction of your ick and put it under a microscope for a second. I don't know if you've done that. Because, you know, I'm asking you these questions and you, you're having a hard time answering them and that's okay but that's keying yeah, me into the fact that you haven't really really th- and it's okay but it's again it's keying me into the fact that you haven't really thought 
about why you have these feelings. Maybe you haven't really examined them. And I think if you did, and if you did it trying to have a positive perception, you might surprise yourself. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, good. Um, Cheyenne, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Uh, no, but can I ask you a question? Sure, what's up? Would you rather have penis-sized nipples or a nipple-sized penis? <sighs> That's a tough one. Probably a nipple-sized penis because... Um, I, at least I could like I feel like having a penis sized nipples I would be harder to hide in public yeah yeah thank you for calling Cheyenne okay thank you bye I'm trying to put in better words what I said to her because I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about if what I said made any sense it made sense to me but I don't know if I explained it well give me two seconds Okay. Fucking furry. You're on TikTok and you see two people in fursuits and your immediate reaction is, oh, furries are weird. Oh, this thing is weird. You know, uh, that's just your immediate reaction. And that's it makes sense, right? Whatever. There's some uncanny valley thing going on there. That is easy to make fun of, easy not to like, easy to get the ick, but what would be difficult is to look at it and try just fucking, and so I'm trying, I'm, I'm not trying to come at this as if I've mastered it. This is just what I'm trying to do, um, is to look at it and go, okay, how can I force myself to have a positive perception of of this. How can I force myself to see that and go, you know, I'm glad those people are um having a good time. I'm I'm I admire the courage they have to be themselves. Just, you know, positive hippie stuff. How can how can you force yourself into that perspective so that your brain feels a little bit less gloomy? And that's what I'm hoping for Cheyenne. She navigates her her relationship uh, with people who put on fox costumes. Hey folks, Lyle here. As you might know, I've been traveling all over the United States doing live shows, which have been going very, very well, and I thank anyone listening who's come out to them. And uh, as I've been traveling around, I've been recording a lot of interviews with folks wandering around the streets, and I thought I'd end this podcast with an excerpt from my street interviews in Miami. If you enjoy these IRL phone calls and want to see more, then you can go to youtube.com slash Lyle Forever or just search YouTube for Being a Gecko in Miami. All right, let's see what's going on in the streets of Miami Beach. Hello. Hi. What's your name, man? My name is Leo. Hi. Leo, hey. nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet what's, you. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing out here on Miami Beach today? So I'm just here enjoying the day, you know. Okay. Doing some meetings with my clients. Doing some meetings with your clients? Yeah. Okay, what kind of clients do you got? What kind of work do you do? So I own a concierge company. 
Uh, it's called Miami VIP. Yeah. We do uh, car rentals, yachts, mansions, jets, jet skis, you name it, we have it. Um, we provide that service at the highest level. And uh, anybody who wants to come to Miami and have a good time, you know, we're here to provide that service for them. What to you is, is uh, your idea of a good time in Miami? The client lands here, you know, we prepare everything before they even get here where we have a greeter directing them to the driver. There's a driver uh, chauffeur taking them to their hotel or their Airbnb or the mansion that they booked through us. Well, we have a chef there cooking, you know, their lunch before arrival. If they order any car exotics, the cars are already parked at the mansion or their hotel. Um, you know, we have a driver that's going to take them to dinner. You know, they want to get a hotel. I mean, a, um, a yacht. Yeah. We have a yacht booking. Uh, if they want to go on a, to a club and book a table, we have that as well. People that is going to escort people to uh, their desi designed, you know, service. Okay. And you personally, are you very into the high life? Do you like, you know, big fancy cars and yachts? Is that is that what does it for you in this world? I mean, what does it for me is more just uh, being able to provide a great service for my clientele. Hell yeah. You know, uh, it's not about the money. More, It's more about the service and the way they feel. So when they come to Miami, I want them to feel like they just... You know, somebody comes to your house, you want, want them to feel welcomed. Interesting. You know, so when they go back, you know, they when they do come back to Miami, they think about you. Because you, mm -hmm. you make them feel welcome to, to your services, and it was top-notch. So. Has that been a constant throughout your life, you wanting yes. to provide service for other people? Yeah, I've always wanted to, you know, make other people, uh, you know, just provide anything. Yeah. To Not just to make money. You know, at first it was to make money, just to, like, pay the bills and stuff like that. But once you uh, do, once you get in it to, for for a while, you understand that it's just about the servicing, because that's what lasts longer than just the money. Interesting. So before you were doing all this high end stuff, what were some other ways in your life that you oh. have, have have provided service um, to other people? I used to teach people how to dance. Nice. I used to sell candy in school. I used to uh, sell shoes, Jordans. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you were very entrepreneurial yeah. like, for, for a um, while. So I, I come from Colombia, so I, I didn't have a social security at one point to work, you know, until like, now nah, I finally got it. I'm able to open up a company now, mm. you know, mm. but before you can't get a job, so you had to figure it out. You, you know? came from Colombia? From Colombia, yeah. Well, when did you come here from Colombia? When I was six. When you were six. Do you ever go back to Colombia? No. No? No. Is, uh, is there a reason why not? Because I, I just got my, my passport now, so... You know, before now I could go back to Colombia. Okay, cool. Yeah. Why did you pick Miami to come to? Well, I guess you didn't pick it. Your parents I didn't pick it. Yeah, it my grandmother six, picked it. Yeah. Okay. Why do you continue to stay in Miami? What do you like about it? Um, I mean, I travel all over the United States, but Miami to me is more like, you know, the 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 world. If you because you have so many ethnicities here in Miami. Uh, yeah, people from Russia, people from Colombia, people from Jamaica, people from Germany, people from all over the world. That you know, I feel like this is where the world is in Miami. Mm. Mm. You know? What have you learned from meeting so many people all over the place? Um, I learned that, you know, that life is a journey and it's forever changing. Mm -hmm. And you can't stay satisfied with one thing uh, because then you know, you, that's when you stop living. Mm. I think you should always evolve and always want to learn yeah. and meet new people yeah. and see new, th new places uh, so you can keep expanding your, you know, your own soul. And that's how you live life. It seems like you're at, you're really, you know, I mean, you're not just saying that. It seems like you're really living that, you know. Yeah. I mean, doing like candy and Jordans all the way up to yachts and exotic right. cars. And like, you know, even from what you're saying about it not being about just the money, like you just 
care about the grind. Like, you seem like you're going to be doing this for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life. You're not the kind of guy that wants to retire, are you? No, we don't retire. Okay. okay. You know, we retire our kids, 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 you know, when, whenever sure. we go. Sure. But, um, you know, I've been able to, I've been able, been, been very blessed to been able to take people like, uh, you know, Rihanna yeah. or Jamie Foxx as yeah. clients. So I manifested that. So I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. Yeah. I believe that, you know, uh, people say right place, right time. And I think that that means that you never quit. Because that right place, right time is going to come. But if you quit or you take a day off or you procrastinate, that was the day. Mm -hmm. And, you mm -hmm. know, that's the way it just happens. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe in giving up. I don't believe in feeling sorry for myself or anybody else. I believe in just making it happen. And an L doesn't mean lose. It means a lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if you don't try, you're never going to learn. And you, you, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. So I take shots every single day. How do you feel like you've developed this mentality over the years? Through adversity. Because yeah. uh, adversity either breaks you or makes you a record breaker. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. um, where I come from, it was a already broken scenario in Colombia, third world country. You know? It's, it's crazy. But coming over here, it's an opportunity. There's, there's no way, you know, you're going to take that for granted. Mm -hmm. You can't take opportunities for granted. You can't take people that love you and truly want to help you. You know, then for granted, you can't, you know, you got to just be true to yourself, be real, and then things are going to happen the way they're supposed to happen. I respect that a lot as a way of being wired for life, you know, like always wanting to grow and always wanting to do the absolute best you can. Are there any, like, pain points to that? Are there any occurrences or things that, that happen that, that kind of, like, make it, make it hard for you to keep going? No, I just believe in, um, you know, I have family members that passed away, yeah. you know, and I just believe that the fact that I'm still alive and I've overcame adversity, um, I just cherish life at the highest level too, where nothing really bothers me. You know, I'm thankful for every single moment, like, mm -hmm. like being in the, in the highway yeah. and maybe you miss an exit. Yeah. And maybe you're about to be late to to something that you need to be uh, on time to. Yeah. But it's a redirection from God. Maybe if you would have took the the right direction, you would have crashed or something mm. would have happened. I think about it all the time. You know. So you just let it go because there's not nothing good comes from. Yeah. Being negative or like being in sorrow or in a dark dark moment. You know. So you just let it go and just keep pushing forward and then of let it course. go. I love, I, love, I love what you said about the exit. I think about that any time I get, like, pissed off about something right. or I feel like I made a mistake, you know, like, the timelines are are mysterious and infinite, right. and so you never know what could have happened. I just I just, I just believe in uh, the law of attraction so much that, you know, nothing bothers me. Things that used to bother me don't bother me anymore. What used to bother you? Um, the way people, the, the way people, like, communicated with each other. Now I'm just like, okay, that's how, that's how they are. Mm -hmm. And you can't really force anything upon anybody. The know? people that you're surrounded with in life, your friends and family, do they have a similar mindset as you? Um, now they do, yes, because I've cut a lot of people off that didn't. And I understood that if I didn't choose that, mm -hmm. I was always going to remain. Was that hard for you? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, because, you know, you grew up with these people, you love them. You done, you know, play video games with them. You play basketball with them. You won championships with them. Mm -hmm. But they chose to stay in a different mindset. They don't want to progress or grow. Or to get to the next level as mm -hmm. much as I do, because obviously we didn't come from the same scenario. We didn't start at the same start line, you know. Yeah. I just happened to come here from a different country where it was like really bad, you know. Um, and I have a different goal in life, you know. It's not the goal is not about you know getting all the money in the world and stuff like that. It's about being able to take care of those people who are around you while you're here and after that.
you know what's your goal for the future are you trying to just scale this luxury yacht thing or and there's other like businesses that you want to try yeah, out so, or anything so so we're actually that now i love that question because we're actually launching an, an app that's going to be uh worldwide it's yeah. called members only you're going to be able to book cars yachts mansions okay. jets but you got to be events. a member you got to be a member only if Gosh. you want to get the lowest cost possible. Okay. So members get the lowest cost possible. Okay. Non-members, they could book like regular, you know, member, regular clients, they could just book. But if you do get the membership, you get it with the NFT and you also get uh, the wholesale access to, uh, you know, the services that you want to book. That okay. you usually are usually booking, you know, instead of, you know, having the broker in the middle, you're automatically booking directly through the owner. Now, uh, how does one become a member? Do you have to like be famous or something? Or? No, you just gotta have you know the first the first tier that we're starting it off is at ten thousand okay. dollars, right? And that gives you access to the wholesale, everything, the yachts, the mansions, the cars. Not waiting in line at the club, you know, okay. reservations. You know, walk right in. You don't have to wait. You know the. The top Wait, when service. somebody comes in who spent $10,000 stay in the club and part of the experience is walking past the people that didn't and like do they they, they get, get like, pissed? Do they, they get, like look at them like man those fucking rich people just I mean sometimes yeah, that's what it does but that's what feeds the ego sure. so it's really like the ego that you're feeding how what's your relationship you know? like with your ego um, I don't have an ego no more. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. used to have a huge ego mm-hmm. these you people know? that you the people that you service do do you see like a lot of ego no you would think that the people that have a lot of money are the most egoistical they're actually the most humblest people interesting they interesting. actually want to help everybody else what well, everybody else is looking at them as all oh, you know whatever this rich person you know they're really like hey i hope i can help you out but mm-hmm. i'm on my way to having some fun right you know right, but right. it's there's no there's no uh, ego when it comes to that some people are but the people that i deal with you know they're not What's your name again, man? My name is Leo. Leo, very nice to meet you, man. Is there Likewise. anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? I just want to say, um, trust God and uh, stay positive. Never let your dreams go. Never let anybody stop you from achieving your goal, even if it sounds crazy to them. Keep going, never stop, and then you're going to be at the right place at the right time, and that's what's going to do it for you. And one day, you know, you're going to achieve all the dreams that you ever thought of achieving. So that's my message to the world. Let's go. Hey, thanks, Leo, man. Appreciate it. Nah, appreciate you, man. My Instagram is MIA VIP. Follow it. Just MIA VIP. Just MIA VIP. I feel like that's that's like a pretty good handle. That's perfect. I feel like that would be taken. You would have to put like a 69 or an underscore in there. Yeah, right. MIA VIP. I'm going to check you out. Yes, sir. One one day, maybe I'll I'll get a yacht from you. I hope you do. If things go well. I hope you do. We take a picture on the boat with with that outfit that you got. A beautiful outfit. Beautiful. Thank you, you, man. Hey, take care, Leo. Take. Thank you. You want to come be on the thing? You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.